You think you know what this is? You don't know what this is. Who's that? Yeah, you've no idea who that is. Oh, well, okay, so Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode number 152 of the Vex on Vex podcast. My name is VexX. Today we are joined with the immortal Dr. Amy. Hello. A fan favorite, if you will. Welcome back, Dr. Amy. Yes, thank you for no, having you, me you back. You were well received. Really? Yeah, it oh, was okay, good. A bizarre conversation, if you will. <laughs> Which I'm sure you never know what's going to come flying out of my mouth. You arrived with an agenda. You have things that I, you want to discuss. I did. I really Go did. Go ahead. Okay, so thanks for having me back. You're I um, I'm glad to be here. It's been a while it since has. I've talked to you, and I felt so bad because I dropped off the face of the planet. Like after we beginning of the summer. Yeah. Well, was yes. that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mathematically, that's what we. Mathematically. <laughs> so yeah. Um. Anyway, so I felt bad for dropping off the planet, and you know, like not you know being Not friends snow. with you that's fine <laughs> so i brought you some prezzies that's all right weird but we'll we'll, we'll, we'll allow it go okay. ahead all right so the first thing is um what i don't know what to give You're you first umming. <laughs> all right so this is one of my favorite things it's called deep blue rub it's a lotion and i know that you have a roofing business and you are a hard worker and might have some sore muscles and it's really good for sore muscles is this something you manufacture and sell and stuff because you have a whole thing you know i don't believe in any of that shit right? okay so you don't want to try it well no hold it up to the mirror oh, okay. like this oh, is your right. moment you have to plug oh oh okay well yeah so here you go okay all right so and what's is, it called it's called deep blue rub and it's all natural. It's kind of like Ben Gay. I like how you go around it like. It's all natural. It's kind of like Ben Gay, but it is all natural. I don't bend or be oils. I'm fine. <laughs> Anyways, really good for sore muscles. And I thought that you would like that. And Maybe. I also brought, this is a hand sanitizer wipe. Since you work outside, I was trying to think like, what would Vex be into and what could he use? You don't know you, what I mean? Don't you know what roofers do to sanitize their hands? I don't know. Gasoline. 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 Ew. It, See, this is so much safer. But it won't take the stuff off our hands. It will. It won't. I mean, it should. Do you know what roofing muck is? Because you don't. Well, try it. I can't uh, okay. wait. I, I can't wait. Because it's because essential oils are really powerful. It's really not going to work. <laughs> we'll see. All right. Like, so I brought you a bunch of those. And we could get the shit right now and oh rub it on your face. And no, if it works so no. well. No. I don't want okay. gasoline on my face. Okay. So anyway. Gasoline. The roofing mop. No, and don't put that on your face because it would. It's a. It's a hand sanitizer. Yes, ma'am. Okay, but also it has ingredients in there that help boost immunity, your immune system. Yeah, I'm pretty immune to stuff. Anyway, then I know that you also are a musical, so I brought you a musical. A musical. (laughs) So I brought you a roller for breathing easy. It's you can roll it right on your chest. It's for respiratory support, and. Just in case you ever get stressed out. Oh, yes. I I brought adaptive, which is for calming. And this is, you know, as Dr. Amy, this is my like special oil for (laughs) for stress and anxiety. You're supposed to show these to the the camera. Well, it's not at all. So these are, this is the adaptive roller, the breathe roller. I believe in none of this. And then, well, you're going to try it. Am I? Yeah, you are. All right. Here's the thing. I run on a treadmill constantly on an 8.5 incline uh-huh. for long amounts of time. Great. So you're going to love the deep blue rub. Not you're going to love not it. that. My mm-hmm. breathing is pretty on point. Mm, all right. Well, I thought that you could I've use some respiratory, smoked. especially with the fall coming up, the respiratory support, you know? I don't believe in any of that. Well, <laughs> so don't. you don't like my present that I brought you? I like that you're here. You're a fantastic <laughs> guest. That's all fucking voodoo shit. It's but not hey. voodoo shit. It's not. I swear, I, it works. 
I, I even it. brought like just in case you didn't believe me what to try. What is the myriad of this? <laughs> just in case you didn't believe me, in case you wanted to try it, like one drop of peppermint oil is equivalent to twenty-eight cups of peppermint tea. Well, I don't know what peppermint tea does. Like, what, what are you well, talking pe- about? What do you mean? What does peppermint tea? It's good for digestive support. It's good for cognitive functioning. Alert. Wakefulness. I'm pretty cognitive. I'm very alert. I poop every day. Concentration. I concentrate really well. Anyone who has digestive issues, it's amazing. Me, remember when you were telling me off microphone that I have really strong opinions? Yeah. <laughs> Is this one of the opinions no, that you I have, have strong, really strong opinions about? I have about? strong everything. Ah, that's awesome. So wait, if I take a drop of that, what's going to happen? So, well, I mean, you want to try it? I'm asking a question. If I take a drop so of that. So if you put a drop in the palm of your hand like this, like one, watch, one drop in the palm of your hand like that. Okay. Okay. And rub your hand just like that. Into the microphone, classy. <laughs> and put it in your face, but don't touch your face, obviously. It's really strong. It opens up your airways. <laughs> and it wakes you up and it makes you feel alert it's nine o'clock it's awesome. at night. you can also rub it on sore muscles and you can put your thumb put it on your thumb and put it on the roof of your mouth for what purpose freshens breath if you're driving long distance it wakes you up it gives you some energy natural energy who doesn't need that you know i've never taken um an energy drink in my life no, i coffee i like the taste of it but it doesn't actually wake me up Blech. None of this stuff's a thing. All That's, right. Well, so you're not a fan, but I thought, you know, like I said, I felt really bad for disappearing, being a disappearing act friend. It's okay. But my father had passed away. I so know. I, you know, I, I kind of went into the land of the not living anymore. So what do you want to discuss? What's on your agenda? The not I mean, living? That, that was it. That was, that was my whole agenda. I wanted to bring you a present. Um, and, you know, just apologize for kind of like falling off the map. Again, no worries. You were going to ha- make your own podcast. This is how we began speaking. Exactly. Initially. I know. And I just life has kind of no, been. No, no. Oh, you man. Gotta, you got to stop. <laughs> Maybe you should take some of your peppermint to calm down. <laughs> what I'm in- insinuating or inferring is are you now on a, a pathway to make said podcast? So we're we're getting there. We're you, getting there. Okay. Um, like I when I got your message, I was like. Uh, you know, I, I really have not been on the path at all. I've been hiding okay. and hibernating. Um, this is the time for hibernation, by the way. I've not, been hibernating. Not the summer. The, the summer's the time to be like, woo! Well, summer was sort of, was, you know, I was grieving. No, I know. Which I still am. You're still going to grieve, though. I am. It's like a long I, fucking time. Yeah, it's going to be, it. you know. It's yeah. years. Yeah, I thought, didn't I talk about my dad, too, when I was on of here? Of course you did. Because I feel like you were like, Johnny Gold! It was like, didn't you call someone? Because you couldn't get over that you that was my dad's name. Johnny Zero, who we could probably call right now. I'm just, that was my dad's <laughs> nickname, remember? I know. Do you the remember pod- that? No, I don't remember my podcast. I don't remember this conversation at all. And one of your many ointments to keep me alive and awake. Of course I know. I'm not the president, lady. I recall completely. Oh, my God. You're like, do you remember? We called Johnny Zero, and it was a right. whole thing. It was a whole thing. Why are we reliving in the past? Well, I'm asking. I'm trying to guide you into your podcast. Okay, thank so you. What would the name right. of it be? So, in- all right. So, the podcast is a, is basically is best friends dishing, and we're talking about relationships that are not traditional. Oh, because she's so like a freaky deaky, kind thing. of like living outside the lines, right? So, you know, the like, people. Go ahead. So she's a coach and helps coach people that are in alternate lifestyles. And I have a sex therapy background. So together, 
we would like to talk to couples who are, you know, or not even talk to, but obviously we have guests planned out and people coming in. And, you know, we just want to talk about all different kinds of relationship topics that are outside the lines of what what people traditionally, you know. What are you going to call it? So one of our ideas is living outside the lines or just outside the lines. Um, and then um, one of the other ideas was like besties dish because, you know, we're ridiculous, best friends now. Okay. Outside the lines sounds good. Okay. It's mildly right. artistic. Now, outside the lines. We had a guest on here relatively recently. Okay. He's an employee for my company. And he expressed a huge interest in paying for sexual favors with professionals. Stop it right now. Now, obviously it's an industry, right? It is oh not God. an industry that I partake in. Mm-hmm. But he was like, "Yay, hookers." And I was like, "Huh?" Right? And, and I he, love that topic. What a great topic. <laughs> well, that's why I'm bringing it up to you. Would this be included in outside the line? Should I call this gentleman to appear on your yeah, podcast? Absolutely. With have his hooker background. Here you go. Does he have a hooker fetish? No. Oh. He's just like... Well, Charlie Sheen says it best. You don't pay a hooker for the sex. You pay her to leave. And as uh, a gentleman, okay. Okay. that applies sometimes. Okay. If you really That makes like, sense, if actually, if you, when you hire a sex worker to do a specific thing. You don't want a girlfriend. You want a sex worker. So is it illegal for tax purposes or morality, morality purposes in the U.S.? I don't understand why it's illegal. Probably morality. I don't know. Well, well you know what? Probably because the government can't, commodi- can't quantify it and make money off of it. I don't know. I gave you two choices. You actually selected both of them. Oh, That's amazing. I was like, is it this or that? You're like, you know what? It's both. It's both choices. <laughs> I think it's both. Well, you know, what can I say? So were you like doing conversations the entire day? What do you mean? Oh, you're, you're a therapist, aren't you? Well, yeah, I am. But now I work for, oh my God, I work for the Children's System of Care in the state of New Jersey. So it's, I do, I do a call center. You work from now. home or is I it? I do. That's yeah. good, right? Yeah, it's really nice. And I get to help people, but I don't have to do therapy all day long anymore. So it's really nice. Do you do it on the weekends still? Um, so it's like a rotation on weekends. and yeah. No, I meant like therapy. Like you still have Oh, clients. yeah, yeah. At night. Night and weekends. <gasps> so you're just like double working here. As much as I can. That's you know. madness. Well, I'm a single mom. We got to do what you got to do. I can't identify. But I no, you. I know. But you mm. know, hmm, what are you going to do? So as you, it, so all this energy that you have is, is taken from people giving you all their problems. Is it like soul killing or is it like I mean, refreshing? It, can be. it definitely can be for sure. I mean, there's days where it's like you're just absorbing trauma. You yeah. Know? And I feel like, um, I don't know if you ever saw Game, uh, what's it called? Yeah, Game of Thrones. Don't click into the I know, microphone. I'm sorry. I'm I don't, trying no, not to make any noises, Vex. I've never seen but, Game of Thrones. Okay. Nor so do I want to. There's a scene where, well, any any war movie, any time you've ever seen like war and people coming <laughs> on faces, you know, like when the, no, <laughs> not that kind. But like if you've ever seen anything where there's like a losing battle. OK. OK. All right. So I feel like I'm at the front line of that losing battle, sending in comrades to battle to be traumatized. What are they going to do? Like there's just more problems, more problems, more problems. You know what I mean? Isn't that job security for you? It's so it's but for everybody, I think what's going to happen happen is though they're they're going to overload all of the all of the providers they're going to it's going to implode because no it's we're not. dispatching 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 right and there's not enough providers there's going to we're going to run out of providers no we're not well we're we're in, I'm in New Jersey I don't know about Pennsylvania but well when you say we meaning the, the state microphone. of New Jersey 
there's a lot of people who have so many high needs and not enough resources. And you know what I'm saying? As so it's really, well, as a, it's tough. As a therapist, define high needs because I don't understand what you mean. Um, Is it molestation abuse, stuff? Abuse, neglect, poverty, violence, uh, substance abuse. Um, yeah, a lot of those kinds of issues. Trauma, mm. massive trauma. You know, we I get calls like I I take like about twenty calls a day of trauma, trauma, mostly all trauma calls. Yeah. So. Define trauma: physical or physical abuse, witnessing domestic violence, um, a parent putting a gun to a child's head, um, a child who needs therapy because their father was just arrested for something. Like just all kinds of you know poverty and families in in major crisis. People with depression, anxiety, bipolar disorder, suicide, suicide, panic attacks. You just talk and talk and talk. You You asked. But then I try to interject and you go and you go and you go. It's okay. I don't really care. Um, But I tried to make a point and you just kept going. I'm sorry. Bipolar, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Depression. These are things I fully respect because this is your brain not cooperating with you. And Mm -hmm. that makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, Shit's going to happen in life. You know what I mean? So you got to. Right. But if you're like under the, if you're a child under the age of 18 and you have a mental illness. That's not what I'm talking about. Though. Well, that's what I'm doing. No, a lot of the other things you brought up, a child has a gun put to their head. Oh, so abuse, neglect. You. Sure. I hear you, yeah. but I, yeah, I get past that, I think. Yeah. So like a child that had, you know, in a situation like that, they're being abused. So they're moved out of the home and then the child protective agency, you know, needs them to have some services put into place so that you know they can adjust to the new the foster home that they're in so how long can you do this work without feeling burnt out i mean i give myself probably a couple of years and then really? i'm gonna you know really? yeah because i'm already burned out from the therapy that i've been like I, for me this is kind of an ideal job because these are all the people i've been doing therapy with yes so now i don't have to be responsible to take care of the long-term support now i get to just kind of link them to that long-term support person but you said you're running out of uh so support to push them to that's the issue. Well, not yet, but I'm just saying like in theory, you know, when you have people, when there's so much need and then only so, but so much services eventually, you know, um, does it, does it work? Like, so if you take, so something happens, you're traumatized, you take therapy for five years at the end of the five years, shouldn't you be okay in theory to function without having the need for support going forward? It depends on what though. I'm I'm curious. Um, Oh, so many variables. I mean, it depends on the trauma. It depends on the person. Depends on, um, you know, other extraneous variables like their resiliency, their resources, um, um, family member. I mean, there's just so many variables. I can't even imagine what how that would be, how you could determine. You, do you know, have like, any success stories in your tenure? You're like, this person's oh, yeah. better. Tons of success. That's stories. what I'm asking. It yeah. sounds dark. I mean, people do heal. Absolutely, it's so rewarding. Um, and seeing people get the help they need is really rewarding because a lot of people don't even know what resources are available for them. All right, we're going to spin this so. off because I have questions. Okay. I'll, have you, and I'll be quiet. No, no I'm going to ask you direct questions. Okay. You have to answer those questions. Okay. So I'm trying to think of the term. Uh, it's, it's difficult when you're in a conversation to try and conjure the exact words. Right. But um, for people with like sexual addiction, mm-hmm. 
sometimes when their kids are like molested and things like that, so when they grow up, they're out of their minds. Have you ever had to deal with anything like that? Like adults, though? Well, so I mostly work with kids. Yeah, I know, um, I know that. You know, but, you know, that's the thing. Yeah, for sure. I mean. So you haven't dealt with it. It's not something that I do. Like, okay. I don't. Um, I've had in. So I've worked with couples a lot. I mean, you know, obviously I have a so family. So couples therapy. Exactly. Okay. So obviously my degree is in couple and family therapy. I'm trained in sex therapy. So I, I specialize in kids and teens, but of course I see couples. So when I do, absolutely, that's part of the therapy, you know. So um, trained in sex therapy. I, I, I swear to God. I haven't I, had any couples with sex addiction specifically. I'm trying to think. Okay, that's not common. That's good. I kind of thought it was you, well you, it might be com- I mean it might be it's just my frame of reference it's not because I don't get referrals for that because that's not what I advertise you know what I mean but sex therapist but I work with more victims than sexual addiction and no, I also work with, so it's there's like so many caveats to it you know like I also work with women and help that empower them to feel sexual in their bodies and to feel sexually empowered which is sort of what the podcast is really all about. It's about helping women feel empowered in their bodies. Look and, at you tying it all you know. together. <laughs> that was pretty good there. That's what podcasting is all about there. Uh, but your friend has a colorful life. She does, but she's really more of like, like she kind of got into that world. Co- she's, you know, helps couples in that world. All right, and explain helps- this coaching shit to me. What the <laughs> fuck? So you, wait. I have to pay someone money to explain to me how to like fuck multiple people. Well, I don't no, think that's it's a good thing. no. There's so much. That well, goes, I need again, explanation. A lot goes into it. So every couple has their own rules, and not every couple has like the same exact, you know, no, openness. I don't know. Every couple what has does their a own coach rules. Do what does a coach do? And so do? the coach helps with the relationship dynamics that come up you because be, sometimes stop. <laughs> Please be specific. We're going in a huge, weird circle. Well, what does a coach <laughs> for fucking sex people do? Well, you'd have to. I'll have her come on. No, next no, time. no, no, no. You're a professional <laughs> with the doctorate. I might add, Doctor yeah. Amy. Yeah, yeah. So my question is. Well, I'll. T- I can tell you what I do. <sighs> okay. Okay. I can't well, tell you what she does, but I can tell you what I do. So I. Is she licensed in shit. She's not licensed. I'm licensed. See. <laughs> I knew that's what we were doing. Oh, you're talking to. about like, what is she, like coaching? What yes. is that about? Oh, coaching is like, she has obviously training. It's just a different training. I'm trying to ask you this and you're not revealing Oh, anything. sorry. Well, because I, I don't know where she, exactly where she went and where she got her training, but I know she has the training. So, so. she's trained to help people have weird sexual relationships. No, she's trained in how to help people with relationships. And relationship dynamics and how to right, work that, through certain different. things. So she's, and, but she's right. licensed and stuff. And, and anyway, I can tell you what I do. <laughs> so that's a no. She's not licensed and stuff. Well, it's not like a license. That's why I'm it's asking. It's like a, you know, a certification. Yes. There you go. So yeah. she has a certification. There you go. She has certification. How hard was that? Because you said license and it's, not, it's different. Like so I'm a licensed therapist and she's just a, yeah, exactly. But she's a professional. She's a professional. And this is what she does for a living. <laughs> and this is what she does for a living. I don't get it, but that's okay. Anyway. I was in therapy. I was married many times. And the last, well, the last two, I had to go to therapy. Mm-hmm. The second one, I fucked everything up. We go to therapy. I won the guy over. He took my side. Her head okay. exploded. She fired the therapist and we got divorced. Okay. The third one, we tried two sets of therapists. The uh-huh. first one told her something different than he, she, he told me, which I feel is pretty unprofessional. Huh. And then we compared notes, and that was weird. And he kind of threw us out of his office because we were screaming at each other, uh, which I thought was interesting. Well, I'm sorry that happened. For him. And then 
We went to another one and they were like religious based. And I went in and I was like, hi, I need tools how to deal with this psychopath. I didn't say it that way. Uh And I was like, can you help? And they were like, you have to pray. And I was like, you know, I think I could have prayed at home and not driven here. I need tools to negotiate crazy. This is what A, B, C, and D. This happened. The doctor people. What? And they're like, no, no, you have to pray and God will fix it. And I'm like, I don't, I don't think you hear what I'm saying. So I didn't go back. I actually had a couple one time that came to me because they were very religious and they didn't want to go the religious route because okay. of how judgment, like, you know. It's judgmental, it, really? Well. <laughs> no, I'm not being sarcastic. Yeah. I mean, because they were so, um, what they were going through would have been so taboo for, you know. Well, their, wait, what were they going through? Well, nothing crazy. Well, just that it was, you know, when you're in a very um, ultra, cons- I don't know, is it conservative? Is that the word? Am I thinking the right word? Yeah. I don't know. Ultra conservative. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know the right word. It's like not a thing, so. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, they had a, um, they came specifically to not go to the religious route. But I do have a spiritual flair to me. I'm just, I'm not a religious, obviously, practitioner. Which religion do you kind of go towards, Dr. Um, Amy? I don't really believe in organized religion. No, 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 neither do I. But yeah. you said there's a re- religious flair. which No, is more like a spiritual flair, just kind of like a, you know. The universe and the universe. universe. (laughs) Personally, I think there's a God. I don't think any man on this planet has a fucking direct line to him. I don't think you can be like, hey, give me some money and you're going to be fine. Here's the thing. George Carlin said it best. God always needs money. Why is he so bad with his money? He's God. You figure after all these years, he'd be okay. But nope, needs more money. So that's never mind. You look very confused by that. What do you mean? How does God need money? Wow, it was a joke, Dr. I'll, I'll deconstruct All right, the joke for you. All right, you'll have to tell me. <laughs> wow. Sorry. This happened. Okay, George Carlin. George Carlin's a comedian. Yeah, I know George Carlin is. I he, didn't get Well, no, no, joke. he passed away. He's no longer okay. with us, many okay. years. Okay. And he would say, hey, how come all the preachers on TV all the time are telling you, you know, God loves you, but he needs money, so send me money. Oh, oh the joke now. now. Okay, now I get it. That happened. Anyway... Really? Mm, really? Zoom. Zoom. That's a good one. Why does God always need money? George Carlin, humor. Okay, Aww. I get it. Aww. Aww. You but be... bum. Well, yeah, there you go. <laughs> so. So. You've had the new position for like five months now, correct? Yeah, I started in June. Yes. Is it five months now? Six, seven, nine, ten, four months. But I started like literally right after my dad passed. So I like didn't really, you know, it was know. just a rough adjustment. You didn't take all. any time? In like a couple weeks. That's okay though. I a couple mean, weeks is something you know, where you can just sit yeah, home and cry. That's it important. Wasn't, you know. Yeah. yeah. But I no, not really, because I had my daughter, so I couldn't really didn't have that time. That's a thing. Yeah, that's a thing. Seven now. Seven now. Seven, seven and age. a half now. Seven's a good yeah, age. she's actually. I think we've. Well, I don't. I don't want to say it out loud. I'm afraid, yeah, you know. and especially since I can't knock on wood in your presence, because. Um, I'm not allowed to bang, but you are. No, you're just you do a lot of like. <laughs> that's a thing. But good. Knock anyway, on wood. all right. So mm, I think we've turned a corner. I mean, it's been good. It's been really much, much better. Second you're grade. Ve- you're thank very you. like uh, well versed in how to handle this situations at hand. So you figure you should be like nice and adjusted at home. You know, uh, I've I, there's there's been quite a few parents I've called and been like, you know, I'm really sorry I gave you advice before <gasps> I had a kid. For real? <laughs> yeah. For real? Oh, yeah. 
Oh my god, I had one of my clients that I'm actually friends with now. I called her and I was like, I am so sorry I ever gave you advice before I had a child. And she was like, No, no, no. Like you were always good about it because you would say, Look, I don't, I don't know. Really know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no. It, it, listen, there's no hacks. You. You could be a professional. You could be Dr. Amy. You could specialize and have hundreds of thousands of hours of working with children. And you have your own and all that shit goes out the fucking window. It's like that. It's it's brutal. That's and doing it by yourself, I don't, I, I, I zero out of four stars. <laughs> <laughs> zero stars. Zero you. out of four. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> just, I, you got me on that one. <laughs> I, all right, single mama, have you taken a vacation at all? No, nah, I haven't even had a day off. Like, none, zero. You work seven no days time. a week. Seven days a week, 24 hours a day. Well, not 24. I mean, if my eyes are open. You're open right now and you're not fucking I working. Oh, I got a babysitter. This is your babysitter. Thank big you night for out. inviting me over. <laughs> all right, so you're getting closer to starting the podcast. So we're getting closer. We're going away October 9th and 10th, 11th, 9th, 10th, 11th. We're going to do a, a little work, powwow. Is it a work function and you're like going to punch it in there or you're leaving to, to like get away? We're leaving to get away. That's I need nice. To get, yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Because I can't do anything. I can't create when there's no space. You know what I mean? Like the universal law of gender. Expl- which is, no, it is. Explain it. Okay. So it's like a battery. Male energy is like the plus on a battery. It's not like positive or negative. It's just Except, plus. It's pretty it's the, positive no, there. That's listen. The, that's uh, the plus uh, means. Uh, it's the direction that the energy is going. Okay. It's Always outward up. energy. Okay. Okay. And then the minus, like the female, it's the feminine energy. It's the receptive receiving. Right. It's the universal law of gender. There's masculine and feminine. Outward and inward. Outward energy, which is striving. No, I got the concept, lady. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> Damn. And so, and so, when you are constantly doing, striving, being, like running around, there's no space for receiving like the creative ideas and inspiration. And you know what I mean? So, I need to like stop, slow down, and let space so I can like receive, sort out all my ideas, all my create. Like, I have a million things and so many different programs and, I, and things that I need to do to put put out there but i don't have space to like just let the ideas come in and let it all come together so second grade she goes to bed like nine o'clock at night right it's the and and she's up at like five no but nine's (laughs) good like you have till at least 11 or 12 to kind of if i don't pass out putting her to sleep it's like that huh it's like that and sometimes i i do see clients like it that's you know after i put her to bed that's bad you should probably take those hours just to kind of but I do have a secret, um, what's the word I'm looking for, like uh, like guilty pleasure. Okay. <laughs> this is what I do when she goes to bed. I watch Love Island UK. Have you ever seen that show? Is that the siblings one? No. Which so one Love Island UK, okay. it's all these like hot people just like fucking and gossiping. It's That's the whole show. That's the whole show. They're having sex and gossiping about it, and they're hot. Are they checked for STDs before they go? I think they have to be, because, I mean, they're all banging. Everyone's banging. Love Island UK. Love Island UK. And they have, like, accents, and, oh, my God. It's, right. it's addictive. It's like crack coming out of the TV. It's so I good. have two things to say about that. <laughs> did you know that you can't buy crack anymore? I did not know that. No longer available for a retail sale. It's all been replaced in the United States of America, at least on the East Coast, with fentanyl. Uh, is that fucked up so like no I am not a crackhead but I used to sound like you just said I'm like I don't know what this like, crack tastes like but it's gotta taste like this piece of cake I'm eating right you know what I mean ha-ha. right ha 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 now you can't yeah, yeah. get crack it's dead 
Interesting. Now, you can buy cocaine. And you can use like your stove and cook it down with baking soda to make your own crack. Okay. I don't know how to do it. I think it's on YouTube for real. Little kids can look it up. But I don't know how to do that shit. But That's scary. How's a kid going to get fucking cocaine? It's not that scary. Like No, God. I mean, it's scary. The things that they can look up on YouTube. There's no ethics on that internet. I, I mean, mean, none. Zero. Have the, you seen The Social Dilemma? What's The Social that Dilemma? That shit scared the hell out of me. I didn't touch my phone for like three days. Which one's that? Um, it's on Netflix. It's all about how like, you know, basically it's already The Terminator. It's already the Terminator. Like the phones have to, they're the, the, um, the, the machines that were going to take over the world that were Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's not Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's the phone. Well, here's the problem. I personally am too old to give a fuck about that situation. I mean. Oh, no, no, no. This is important. I'm right. Like, and you don't have kids, so you don't care. Uh, well, it's not that I don't care. But here's the reality of it. I remember getting a driver's license and the most advanced thing I had in my pocket was a beeper. There's you no, remember the pager? There, but wait, Who the wait, hell are no, we but calling? Wait, but there's no GPS. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And I just got in my piece of shit car that I could barely afford and I drove. And sometimes it broke down and sometimes it didn't. And if you broke down, you walked three miles, you called somebody to pay phone because you had 50 cents in your pocket and you thought it was a life, right? Mm-hmm. So when the phones came in, I never had a smartphone until I started my business. And they kind of went right kind of in line. I'm like 12 years in, almost 13. And that's when I got my first smartphone. And I was like, all right, I can get email and that's neat. And then you go from watching pornography on your computer to your phone, which is a weird fucking thing. But you can, so you do. And I hear you. Whatever. So that's life. But every night when I go to bed, I turn my phone off. Click and it goes like, over there. turn it off, off? Oh, every fucking night. Like off. Turn it off. Look, Shut it, it look down. Look how upset you are by the, like, the concept of Well, because I use my phone as an alarm clock. But I am so old school that I have an alarm. You have an alarm clock? From 1989 wow. with the red numbers on it that's in that room that is fucking perfect. It works every, it works every day. So I set my little oot, doot, 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 and then that's it. And to be honest with you, I'm so old, I wake up before the alarm. I'm like, ah! <laughs> and then the alarm goes off and I'm like, oh, fuck. I gotta go to work there. So oh, that's great. I, I, it is a little <laughs> encompassing. I have found, I guess, a report. I've, I'm averaging eight hours a day with my phone being on. But oh, okay, All right, I, that's I, not bad. I watch podcasts. Uh-huh. That's like at least two hours. Right. I wake up in the morning if I if I'm not like going right out to work. Mm-hmm. I'll play on YouTube for a minute. I'll mm-hmm. watch a couple videos, mm-hmm. and then while I'm getting ready and showering, there's a podcast playing in the background, which is on my phone. Mm-hmm. So to me, eight hours is a little excessive, but is it? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I live alone. Mm-hmm. I don't have a kid. I don't have a wife. So uh, if I eat dinner, there's my like it's over there. I eat dinner. Mm-hmm. I have a little stand. I put my t- my fucking phone there. I watch something on my phone while I'm eating or while I'm cooking. So that's the eight hours, right? Everybody likes Facebook. We fucking peruse this shit, social media. But I it left is, Facebook. It doesn't. It's a lot of people have. Well, I mean, I left all social media. No, no, it I'm was with just you. too depressing. But it doesn't govern my life. Right. If I wasn't in a band, I wouldn't even be on this shit. Yeah, I mean, I only use it for my business, and I haven't even been doing my business because <laughs> I just was like, you know, no more social media for me. I'm on a little vacation from it. Really? Yeah. All right. Is this lit up in your face? It's fine. Okay. Yeah. Because I keep turning it and I see the thing go off and I'm like, well, that doesn't make any sense. But that's fine. We're not going to let that do its own thing. What? Mm-hmm. It's lit I up. I don't know. I can't see what you see. So I'm just, you know. It's just you. I'm just here. Is it a maroon color? Is what a maroon color? Is it a purple color? What? The dress. Oh, it's maroon. It's maroon, right? Yeah, it I nailed is. it. Look yeah, at me knowing you did. stuff. It's maroon. I know colors. You like it? It's good. Thanks. I really like it because it's long sleeve and it's perfect for the fall. So it's nice and warm. And it's nice and warm, but it's like, this is open, so it's not, 
You know what I mean? You have boots on, don't you? It's like the perfect boots, yeah. Yeah, the Han Han Solo look has arrived. Where girls go out with the vest and the boots. It's like a thing. You never heard heard that joke before? It's a meme. Oh. Where, like, white people show up uh-huh. and all the girls have jeans and boots on. With a vest? Yeah, no, like Han Solo. I'm not wearing a vest. I didn't say. I just said, do I'm you have boots saying. on? I do have boots on. It's boot season. Yesterday, it was still hot, you know. I know. Then it rained. But today, it was... Uh, Dude, I don't know. I had a 10-story uh, building today. It was not... Uh, it was kind of like, oh, shit. Yeah. And it was, it was like... It was a thing. Yeah. It was all right. We survived. Well, happy Friday. It, is so, it was such a nice day. I was going to tell you something. You're watching your weird sex island thing. It's so good. <laughs> I like this show called Love After Lockup. Have you heard of it? Stop it! Stop it! What? I can't believe you just brought that up. It's on tonight. It's it's actually going to be on. It's on right now. You have to be kidding me. You don't watch it? Well, I need to watch it. It's so good. It's my show. It's fucking- I mean, it's like a... It's. I need to watch this show. So wait, you've never seen it? No, I've never seen it. I thought you know what I'm talking about. Okay, I so, had you know exactly so what you're talking 90 about. So 90 Day Fiance producers make a much get a more ghetto version of 90 Day Fiance called Love After Lockup. Uh-huh, it's like the greatest me. show ever. I I, I know. So I mean, how, I've I've heard of it because. How have you heard about it? Um, I may or may not have a boyfriend in jail. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Tell me everything. Oh my god. Okay, so <laughs> No, no, everything. How I'll do tell you, you everything? Yes. I'll tell you everything. Oh yes. my god. Hold I love on. him. Hold on. He's like my favorite person in the world. I love him. Wow. <laughs> Breaking fucking news. <laughs> Dr. Amy has a prison boyfriend. I'm going to email the producers of Love and Love and be like, I fucking know somebody. How long is he in yeah. for? So I think he's got a few more months. Oh my god, he's going to come home and impregnate you. Are you ready? He's going to steal your car, you know. They all do that. No. Oh, my God. Stop. He's a very nice criminal. What color is he? He's white. No, he's not. Yes. And if he wasn't? I, I would judge you even more. What, do you want me to lie to you? Because there's like a thing where they like they, they like attack people or they prey on what people. What do you mean? You're a single mother with I'm a I'm not career. being preyed on. How much money have you sent him? Nothing. Zero. Lies. <laughs> send him Lies. Money. He sends me money every week. He loves me. How long have you known this person? So, um, be about two years. So the be whole time you've years. known he's been in jail? No. No. And we were friends. What did for, he go to jail Like, for? we were friends for a while. What did he go to jail for? <laughs> um, let's see. <laughs> what do you think? Robbery. You don't think that's a negative thing to have around your child? I know, but he's such a nice criminal. Robbery? What kind of robbery? Um, it was like credit cards and nothing like serious. And it's, I can't, cause he's not a violent criminal. <laughs> all right. All right. You know, I know your history. You've been on this podcast before. I know. So thinking about I what know. happened to you. I know. In your I life. I know. I know. A white collar criminal. I know. I can't even, I know. What the fuck is I wrong know. with you? I can't wait to turn you into fucking Love Your Lockup. I'm going to send them your information. I, I think I would be good on that show. You know? I, you, yeah, a little <laughs> car crashy. A little car crashy. <laughs> Jesus, I'm judging you so fucking hard right now. I know. I knew you would. Oh, my God. I knew you would. Like, I can't I, believe you said Love After Lockup. At least you knew him before you went in. I did. Majority yeah, we were friends on, for a really long time. God, you talk so fucking much, Dr. Amy. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Judge away. Yeah, go ahead. Judge no, no, away. I was going to ask a question, but you're just talking oh, and talking ahead. and talking. So go, go ahead. Ask. 
Can I ask? Are you sure? Or are you going to fuck over me, Dr. Amy? Look at you. All right. You knew him before he went in. That's a good thing. How long did you know him before he was incarcerated? Mm, I mean, it wasn't long, though. Cause so for seven minutes, you had a friend. Did you have sex with him before he no, went in? No. No. <laughs> no. All right. How tall is he, Dr. Amy? Um, like 5'10". Okay. Is he educated or is he one of those people? He's... One of those people. Okay. I can got an tell. associate's degree. Oh, so he's educated. Con- yeah. No, I was no, no. Say, is that considered if education? You pass the, if, you, if, you, <laughs> if, if you get into college, <laughs> okay. you're a little bit educated. Okay. Does little ha- education. Does has ha- his own business. Shh. If he has his own business. Well, he had his own business. Why is he stealing credit cards? He had his own business. He had... Uh, it was a girl that ruined his life. Um, also drugs. Ugh, I know. It doesn't sound good. It fucking sounds bad, actually. But... He's clean now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's clean now. Mm-hmm. The fuck is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. You know better than this. Yeah. What? What are you going to say? That I love him. Love is love. Hashtag love is love. I really love my third wife. Then she fucks someone else uh-huh. and she's not here anymore. Right. I still love my third wife. Right. Fuck but my third she, wife. But she did you dirty. He's never did me dirty. He fucking went to jail for breaking the rules, for having a drug problem. You're like, no, it's fine. Well, you know. No, I don't know, I don't Dr. Know. Amy. I think he deserves oh. another chance. No, he doesn't, actually. Oh, my God. I know. So love after lockup. I'm going to be on it. I'm calling. Let's <laughs> get me on. At the end of every- I think I'd be such a good show. <laughs> go, you go. They're going to come to your house. They're going to film you. What's his well, What's his first name? His first name is Dave. Dave. Well, it was Prison Dave, but now it's just- Oh, Dave. my God. No, you date Prison Dave. <laughs> and listen, I don't have a problem with a guy that, like, if we need money, he's not afraid to go rob a bank, which is what he did before. That was what he was in for. <laughs> You're fucked. You're just fucked. I know. The actual sentence, I, as in Dr. Amy, don't have a problem that if you're going to, you're fucked. You're fucked. You're fucked. You're fucked. This, I should end the fucking podcast. You're fucked. Why? What's wrong with you? Morale, mor, what is your moral like compass? How is it broken mm. and fractured? If you're allowing, you're like, no, if we're broke, you can go rob a bank. Oh my God. Why I'm just, joking. You weren't. No. Oh God, no. You said it. I'm going to be like, go rob a bank for us. I was money. with someone. Listen, I was with someone. Oh, my God. What's, oh, my God. I can't talk. Go ahead. You were with someone. And then I was with her for a minute, a year. She reveals to me the person she was with previously had like a huge, like, illegal operation. He was growing and, and selling drugs, right? And she was totally aware of this. Like, 100%. Like, fuck, I'm on the camera. This is a good one. Like, 100% aware. To the point where she kind of gave him the startup money. To go into said fucking business. So she gave the guy like 10 grand, I think. It's not my story. And then a year later, they had like $100,000 in cash from product. And I remember telling the person, I'm like, just so we're crystal fucking clear, I am not that person. There's too many ways in the world if you're not mentally deficient and you care and you have teeth and you show up that you can make an honest buck and have a pretty nice living. Like I can't even fathom 
risking breaking the law. Like, I'm in jail now. I, I couldn't even. And now I'm old, right? So at the age I am, now you don't get raped. You just go and you get slapped around. Then you got to slap somebody else around. You got to like fucking, you know. And then I wound up teaching the high school class. Hey, everybody, let's learn to read. Boosty, boosty, bop. But I don't want to go away and do that shit. You understand what I'm saying? I remember being a kid. I was like 18. I was like, maybe I could sell drugs. I'm 18, blah, 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 blah. And I would have gotten fucked because I was tiny and little. I don't know. Prison's not worth it. Prison Dave is not. Mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. No, you're not a fan. No. How old is this person? Mm, 38. 38. He's, fu- he's fucked. He's fucked. If you're that old and you're still doing that, you're fucked. You're fucked. Well, I mean. What drug of choice? What was it? It was pain pills. He's fucked. Yeah, he was he sober injured now? at work. He's sober now. Yeah, I climb buildings for a living. Yeah. I understand injured at work. I get yeah, yeah. it. I injured get it. at work. You're trying to rub fucking weird things on me. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, anyway. Prison Dave. Oh, my well, God. Yeah. Let me write that down. Yeah, go ahead. Write it down. So Prison Dave's 38. Where did he grow up? In Jersey or Pennsylvania? Jersey. Of course mm-hmm. he did. Jersey. And he went, he went to college? What kind of business was it before he was stealing stuff? Construction. No, that makes sense. Pain pill, that's a thing. It's a whole thing. He might if he if he has the like the um, the wherewithal and he can actually he's handy, he might be able to like come back again because you yeah. can be in construction and be a con and yeah. shit. A lot of the guys who work for me have all records. You know yeah. What I mean? He's that's you know how I know the whole situation about crack's not available. That's how you know. Of course it is. Because people work for me. Well, I, I'm a I'm a big fan of the underdog, you know, and he's really been there for me. Like and we were friends for oh, a long time. You know is what that I was he, saying. He was <laughs> He, he was, was there for me. No, he had a lot of time. I don't know if you knew he that. had all the time in the world, right? He was the best boyfriend. He would show up every day. He always calls. <laughs> I always know where he is. I'm in an episode of Love After Lockup right now, and she doesn't even know. You're that person. You're like, I knew every night where prison day was, and it was safe. And this, <laughs> but see, I've watched a lot of these shows. Listen, listen. Here's how it ends. It's like, and then Prison Dave came home, and I gave him a beautiful home, and he took my car, and now it's Thursday, and I don't know where the fuck Prison Dave is. And they bleep the fuck part because you can't say fuck on like oh my TV. God, I have to watch the show. Oh, it's it's your life. I have to watch it. Only the difference is it's not going to happen. He's not taking anything of mine, and also he's not coming. You know, that's. <laughs> Does he have a family? Yeah, of course he has a family. He's gonna. I don't have a family. Why is it? Of course, if well, I went to jail, he has a family, I... and he's gonna, you know, he's gonna get in. He's gonna get his life back on track, so that we can, you know, we'll see. We'll Why don't see. you focus into the microphone as you tell me about Prison Dave and your future? Well, I don't know about our future. We'll have to see when he gets home what it's gonna be like. How did he become? Because it'll be totally different when he gets home. How did it become romantically linked if you weren't romantically linked prior to him going while he was incarcerated? Because we were friends and like I would be there for him, you know, as a friend and just like he had all the time in the world. So he called and he was there for me. That's it. Nothing really more than that. Just I was like not in the land of the living and I was avoiding everyone. And these are not good reasons to date prison Dave. He was there for me. I don't know a lot of things. I don't. I know a lot of things. But I do know you probably don't want to date an ex-con while they're still incarcerated. Then they come home. They're radically different. They hit the street. Pain pills are more prevalent. He might still be on pills there. You don't know. Right. You know, he could right. be. Yeah, which right. is Which is why it's kind of like, a, uh, we'll see when he gets home. Prison day. We're going to see what happens. Fuck, man. We'll see what love after lockup brings our way. Is he covered in tattoos? 
I mean, I do appreciate tattoos. Is he covered I, in prison tattoos? He's not covered in them, but he does have some. Hi, I'm Prison Dave. Oh my god, he, he, I might put him on the podcast. When he you comes should. Back. He totally I mean, would come on. He, he was gonna call so he could come on he tonight. Would probably steal something. Let's be no, honest. No, he wouldn't. He's I, not a thief like but that. But I have weapons, so He's it's not fine. like that. Prison He's Dave. a very. It's not like that. I have credit cards. What are you saying? <laughs> like that at all it was the situation it was the situation i couldn't see myself in any situation where i'm like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna steal this here and i'm gonna, I'm gonna go buy the cocaine over here there and then i'm just gonna start snort the pills there and then, no no prison dave no no but a lot of people when they're high and on drugs they're not themselves and don't be high and don't be on drugs. Exactly. Not a complicated exactly. fucking procedure. Exactly. I totally agree. And that's why if that's at all a thing, we will not be a thing. You're not going to give him drug tests. You want to hear something fucked up? Well, he's going to be on parole. He's going to get drug tested. Let me tell you something fucked up. You ready? See that guitar to your left? The red one? Mm-hmm. So that's the Eddie Van Halen guitar. He's on okay. there. And I was in this side band. I'm in Starscream. That's my shit. For a little bit. It was called Superstar Galactica. I went through a divorce. I wrote a bunch of songs that were very specific to that divorce. And it became a different band. The original guitar player moved to Texas. We got a replacement guitar player. Not going to say his name. But if you know me, you know who he is. And he was a painter. And he came in for his audition. He was like, listen, I used to have a meth problem. I've been clean for six months. Which to me was not any time at all. And he's like, but, and he played, and he was good. He wasn't great, but he was good. And everybody liked him, we got along with him, he had a good demeanor and a good attitude, and he was a painter. Okay, so he starts a company, and then we're like, all right, you're going to be in the band. So we start playing shows together, it's a whole thing. He played that guitar on stage a couple times, it was fun. And um, we had a show booked, and I was on a roof. And somebody texted me to check Facebook. So I open up the Facebook, and he's on Facebook Live, locked in a hotel room, hallucinating that the cops were coming to shoot him in the face on Facebook live. And I was like, well, this is a bad look because oh everybody God. we know can see oh this. Oh my God. Know? So we fell off the wagon. <gasps> so then we had a show. Publicly. Publicly. Mm. And we had a show that weekend. That's a shame. And so I wouldn't let him play. And I had somebody else fill in. The original guitar player was around. He played it. No mm. practice. We did. We had fun. And I was like, okay, you can't do this again. Okay. Okay. You. So wait, it gets better. So then we're back in the band. We play a couple of shows. It's a little successful. I'm not even making this up. I was off that day, but I woke up early because I'd worked heavy the few days before. I turned my phone on and a weird number called, which could be a prospective roof repair. You never know. So I'm like, hello, you know, name of the company, Philly Restorations, whatever. And I'm like, how can I help you? And it's him. And he's like, Vex, it's seven o'clock in the morning. I came to an estimate yesterday afternoon in blah, 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 New Jersey. I lost my truck. I can't find it. And I've been here all night looking for it. And that some of that didn't make sense in my brain. So in his truck was his cell phone and his wallet. So he didn't have anything. All right, maybe, maybe. But then I thought about it. And he's like, can you come get me? And I'm like, I guess I can. Well, how did he get where he was? He drove he... his truck to the estimate. He parks the truck. He goes and does the estimate a few blocks away and got turned around and lost his truck. He's like, it might have got towed. I can't call anybody. I don't have a phone. All right, maybe. So as I'm driving, I'm waking up and I'm driving there to get him. And I took my work truck and, I, and, I, and I, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm passing a fire station. If I lost my truck as a normal human being, I'd go to the fire station and be like, hey, fellas, can I please use your phone? Someone stole my fucking truck. 
You know what I mean? Something. And then he could have called me, and I would have driven and picked him up yesterday, right? He doesn't do that. <clears throat> so then I get there, and I look at him, and he looks rough. Now, I don't do drugs, Dr. Amy. It is not my thing. It is not my forte. But it seemed like maybe he's done a little bit of the drugs there, you know? And like an asshole, I pick him up at this McDonald's, and we drive around, and we're looking for his truck. And I'm like, make this make sense to me. Because I don't understand what you're saying. And it's kind of like if your mom picked you up and she's like giving you shit while she's helping you. I'm that person. I'm like, no, no, no. I want to understand how a grown ass man loses fucking truck. Oh my God, seriously. I want to know how did he lose his truck. So we give up. And then he's like, oh, you need a cigarette. So now I hate cigarettes. I hate them. I spent my money and bought him cigarettes. Wow. Now he's smoking. Now he's back in my truck. He smells like shit. We drive. We were only like five miles from his house. You know, technically he was in Pennsylvania. We were in Jersey, but it wasn't a far walk. And if I was stuck somewhere at three o'clock and I went all the way till 7 a.m., I'd have just started walking home. You know what I mean? I'd have at least got to my house. At least, right? So this is in my head. I'm like, all right, maybe go to sleep. I'll, I'll see you later. And I drive away. I call the baseball. I'm like, hey, I think we got a fucking problem, you know? And the baseball's like, yeah, we got a fucking problem. So I get home. I do what I'm doing. I clean my house. I make myself lunch and blah, blah, blah. I check in on him. He's like, oh, yeah, I went and found the truck, buddy. No problem. Oh, I got it. I was right here. So he's already going a mile a minute. I'm like, oh, I got a fucking problem. So long story short is we let that person go because clearly drugs are an issue. The reason I bring this up, doctor, I mean, I'm telling you this. Last week, a lady friend was coming over to bring me dinner. She was uh-huh. going to cook. It was nice. I was waiting for her. While she was doing that, I was cleaning out one of my bedrooms. I love cleaning. It's my favorite. And I hear... And I was like, oh, man, it's t- t- no, she can't be here by now. You know, that's too quick, right? So I run out, and I, and I just kind of peer through the door. I'm, I see a, a, a figure. I unlock it. It's him. He's homeless. Oh, my God. He has an afro. Oh, my God. And he has a bicycle. And he's fucking dirty. And I'm like, uh-huh. hey, bud. And I just close the door behind me. <laughs> Oh my it's, god! It's not funny. It's, it's sad. Not. I He's know. It's really fucking sad. Homeless. This is what drugs do to people, or and, can potentially. And then he tried do. to explain to me that he just needs to get to a physician who can get him on Adderall, and then he'll be okay. And I'm like, Hi, okay. I don't know why you're here, bud. And he's like, you know, I rode my bike here for two days. How did he get here? On a bicycle. I still don't understand how he lost the truck. Well, and that was 35 times ago. But I'm just saying, I'm still on that. How did he lose the truck? He's on drugs. <laughs> Aren't you a doctor? That's what you do, right? You're smart? Yeah, obviously. Okay, SMRT. So, now he's got an afro. I can't get over the afro. Like, I'm standing there and I'm like, you have an afro. And so he hasn't had a haircut in five fucking months or whatever. Well, he was homeless. His hands are like black, you know? Oh my God. He smells weird. This is a sad story. I know. Yours is a sad story with your friend, Prison Dave. So he has these sneakers on that you know they give you at the homeless shelter, like those sneakers. Like they're pink and green and white. Oh, God. And I'm like... That sounds right. awful. Like, Why do they give... What? Yeah. Well, That's a thing? Well, I don't know. But people donate. So you donate the things that are horrifically unattractive that nobody wants. And then sense. you wind up wearing them. So he's okay. got these fucked up shoes on. They're brand new. They're Nikes. They're brand new. Yeah. And I'm looking at them. And I'm like, okay. And I felt so bad. I just gave him the $100 in my pocket. I'm like, Aww. here, bud. Just go. Just get away from me. Just 
just go. That was really nice of you. And then my friend showed up, and thank God my friend showed up, and I let her in, and I locked the door, and I was like, bye! Okay, bye-bye! Oh, my God. It's fucking sad. Now, the other the, the wrinkle is he has like $8,000 worth of gear that's in this house that he can't even take because he's homeless. He doesn't have anywhere to put it. Does he want to sell it so he could get said I kind of wanted to suggest that, but I know he would just buy more drugs. Mm-hmm. So it's like... That's really sad. Yeah. Yeah, it's really sad. And now, Dr. Amy, you're going to live with one. No, I'm not. I'm absolutely not. There will not be no drugs up in... No, no. Mm-mm. Did you say no drugs? There will be no drugs. Up in here? Up in here. All I right. have a child, so that's a, no, that's a I'm no. I'm just saying, Dr. That's Amy. A no. That's a no. I hear you, but I don't... Uh, no. No. It's not going to... Mm-mm. 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 I don't believe you. Mm-mm. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> the, well, that's the thing. That's the thing. This that's is, the rule. This has been a disjointed conversation, Doctor. I know. What were we supposed to talk about? What did you What did you invite me over tonight I, to I, talk about? I didn't have an agenda. You, oh, you had didn't an agenda. Have, I only agenda I had was that I felt so bad because I was the worst friend in the world to literally every one of my friends. Yeah, but you understand, like, um, I understand what death is. No. Both my parents are gone. My first wife is gone. I get it. I don't give a shit. And then I want to the truth of it. I'll be honest with you. Um, my dear friend got married a year ago this week mm-hmm. and I was in the wedding and then I never saw him again. But I was also married. So I know that. Uh-huh. Like, and, and then he had to call me. And then we, <laughs> it's funny when he calls me, it's he needs something and I will totally help him. He, yeah. I love him. He's a great yeah. person. But he's like, and he starts conversation. Hey, what's up, man? And I wanted to say, don't just cut the shit. What do you I know, need? What do you need? Me to get? And then he needed something and I did it. But mm-hmm. and we had lunch and it was nice to see him. But that's the way it works. Like, it's mm-hmm. okay. I don't get offended by anything. Transient right. life. Do what you got to do. Right. I will always be here when it's time to have a podcast. We can always talk. Like, for real. Don't feel like... I understand pain. Right. Life is real. Thanks. You got a child. She'll be driving soon. Going to get a job. It's going to be awesome. going to go really fast. You know that, right? Oh Seven God. and a half one. I'm going to blank. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But you know what I can't wait for? I can't wait for her to be a teenager. <clears throat> and when she's sleeping in the morning, I'm going to go in and I'm going to wake her ass up real early. Wake up, wake up. I want breakfast. I want to play. Play with me. Play with me. Pay attention to me. I can't wait. I'm going to swim in a day when she's a teenager. I'm going to fuck with her. Then Dr. Amy will be on Dr. Phil because <laughs> her daughter is going to punch her in the fucking face. Don't fuck with kids. Did you know that's like a scientific thing? They need that for their brains to grow. Did you know that? What? I didn't understand it. That they need what? That teenage thing, the mm-hmm. excessive sleeping, it's a mm-hmm. growth thing. There's a reason they all Oh, do I wasn't it. busting balls about this. I'm just saying because she wakes me up at fucking five o'clock but in the morning. I'm going to do that shit to her. But she's going to need it. So you can't do that shit to her. Like when the weekends and the summers come and she's going to sleep 10 hours a day, mm-hmm. they need that. And right. I didn't, because I did it too. And I didn't understand it. Right. Your brain is growing. Your body well, is growing. I'm just going to periodically fuck with her just to get back at her for fucking with me. Yeah, it's a really healthy way to be, Dr. <laughs> You're so mature and smart. I'm glad that you're on the podcast. I'm such a good mother. Offering all this great fucking information. I to like my to mess with her. Yeah, good times. I give her like a gift card for the Tooth Fairy. She thinks that the you know she's all excited into the she's all into the Tooth Fairy because I, I give awesome. her like a she gets a gift card every single time and it's like it it marks off like what tooth <laughs> she lost yeah. and how she lost it and how and so she presents this little piece of paper to the people at five below like she's just like she's paying with tooth fairy money and she That's thinks fucking awesome i know but then i feel so big because one day she's gonna be like uh you lied to me no we, i mean we santa did. the elf the tooth fairy how old were you when you figured it out 
I don't know. Well, how old are kids when they figure that out? I think I was 10 or and 11. And I don't have any memory of being mad at my parents for lying no, to me about that. Then why would you think that she'll be mad? Like, why is that where your brain goes? I, because that's what people say. Like, well, what are you going to do when she discovers that it's not real? Like, <laughs> you can tell all your friends to fuck right off. <laughs> that's not how kids are. Like, it's yeah, right. Like, no, she got free shit for her teeth. That's what it is. She got free she presents at Christmas. the coolest thing ever, the tooth fairy. It is. Oh, my God. Your kid's got to be a kid. That's the game. Yeah, and I go all out for Christmas. I do the elf on the shelf, and I do this, like, every single day. It's a different thing. I had the elf, like, <laughs> swimming in the, in, the, in the sink with Barbies, like, having a pool party. I mean, I do it up. You wet the elf? Well, the elf sits on a little foam, like it's like a little floaty. You know those things that you put in a pool little to hold floaty? a drink? No, not really, but I, I understand the concept. It's, you know, it's like this big, yay big. You put it in a pool and never, hold never, your drink. Never do this to a well, guy. Well, anyway, it holds the elf and it's like a little, like you sort of floaty and you put fill the sink with water. Anyway. Anyway. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I think, you know, overall I'm a good mom, but, you know. Uh, what do you mean? Uh. I mean, you know, every mom, you're I'm definitely messing her up. Like, there's it's unavoidable. It's unavoidable. You're going to fuck up your children. Oh, I don't know if I believe any of that shit. But uh, mostly I do good. Do well. Mostly I mostly do well. Mostly I do well. Oh, my God. You're educated, no less. Not edumacated. Look at you. Well, Sorry. you've been hanging out with Prison Dan, so things are going to change. <laughs> we have this guy. He works for Starscream. His name is Trevor Dan. I think he's in Texas. I don't know where the fuck he is. He's a transient human being, we call him. Mm. And he's been our roadie on and off for like fucking 15, 16 years. And his name was Dan. It was Stoner Dan. And then he's like the artist formerly known as Stoner Dan. And now he's Trevor Dan. Prison Dan. Dave, Prison Dave. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's all right. I I I did write it down. It's all right. There's Prison Dave. Well, now you ruined my analogy. Um, I know. I figured, you know, I was just going to let you get that out because you were really happy about it. It was the same guy. You were happy about that. I didn't want to ruin it for you. Prison Dave. Prison Dave. I held out. I mean, I wasn't, he wasn't my boyfriend the whole entire time, but I will say that I do believe that, you know, as it gets closer to him coming home, he's going to (laughs) be. Your face. I believe in him. He's going to get his shit together. He's going to start his business back up. And it's all going to be just fine. You're out of your fucking mind. And if it's not, who cares? What What do I have to lose? What am I doing? What am I doing? You just said you don't want to fuck your kid up, but you just said it. You just said it. What does he have anything to do with her? It's a relationship. It's a whole thing. If it gets to that point. If? If, Elf. if, like if you he gets home and it goes well, we're, we'll see. We'll see. It's not just like an automatic. He robbed a bank. That's a very long time ago. How long has he been in prison? <laughs> I mean, this particular time. That's a bad start to your fucking analogy. I'm going to tell you a story. If and I did go to jail, uh-huh. it would be once. <laughs> <laughs> You're never getting me twice. You might get me one time. But I ain't never going back. Yeah, you. one would hope. One would hope. One would hope. Get the fuck out of here. One I'm would a, hope. I'm going to be 50 soonish, right? Are you really? Yeah, my birthday. You're 50? I'll be 47. Oh, okay. So I'm three right, years right, away from right. 50. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm not okay. prison Dave evil for you. <laughs> no, but like if I'm half a century on the planet, mm-hmm. I didn't get locked up yet. I feel like I'm probably you, not getting you, locked you up. You probably, you know, Skated are going to. Yeah, exactly. I think but, you're probably going to make it. Have you seen uh, Shawshank Redemption? I have. I'll yeah, just be Brooks. Of course. I'll work in the library. I'll correct grammar oh my, my whole life. It'll be awesome. 
Actually, in this like whole like hip hop culture with the way prisons are now, mm-hmm. I don't think I can correct the grammar. They'd shiv me or something. Kill your white man. Okay. But the point is. Oh, man. You probably shouldn't do this. I probably shouldn't. But oh, well, I am. I have no, I have no words. I'm just. I know. You're going to become a statistic. I dropped a bomb on you. I frankly want to interview him when he comes home. I think you should. And he's like, I'm going to call in and be on the podcast. Does he talk like that? That'd be he better. doesn't talk like that. No. Where do you grow up? Um, it's in like North Jersey, like Morristown area. So New Yorkish, mm. North Jersey. North Jersey, yeah. He's a Giants fan. That's kind of sad you know. for him. What the fuck? I know. I know. It's really a big problem. Ladies and gentlemen, be whatever <laughs> it may be. This has been episode number one fifty two of the Vex on Vex podcast. The Vex on Vex podcast is available on the Podbean application on your phone under the Loud and Loaded Network. Doctor Amy, thank you for your time. Thank you for having me. I'm a little disappointed about Prison Dave, who I called Prison Dan. Sorry. But all in all, this is Vex X telling you to stay frosty.